Greetings in Jesus' name. The message you are about to listen to is brought to you from Impact Church, located along Parker Road at Polvi House, third floor, Westlands, Nairobi. Our vision is to be a church for those tired of business as usual. You can contact us on plus 254-710-640-240. For further details, visit our social media pages, Impact Church KE1. The kingdom of God is not a matter of words, but power. Welcome to a life-transforming message by Pastor Andrew Mutan. Alright, um, we're getting into the word of God. We're talking about God has a plan. God has a plan. And today I'm going to talk about three elements of that plan. People, pain, and places. Amen. Someone say people, pain, and places. Amen. I want us to open our Bibles, the book of Matthew chapter 4 and verse 18. And I'm going to focus my message today mostly on talking about people. The people that you need in your life. Jesus needed people. And so you need to be able to recognize those people when they come in your life and you need to be able to disconnect from the people that are stopping you from getting to your destiny. The Bible says, And Jesus, walking by the sea of Galilee, saw two brethren, Simon called Peter and Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And he saith unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And they straightway left their nets and followed him. And going on from thence, he saw other two brethren, James the son of Zebedee, and John his brother, in a ship with Zebedee their father, mending their nets, and he called them. And they immediately left the ship and their father and followed him let's keep going and jesus went about all galilee teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people and his fame went throughout all syria and brought unto him all sick people that were taken with diverse diseases and torments and those which were possessed with devils and those which were lunatic, and those which had palsy, and he healed them. Let's go on. And there followed him great multitudes of people from Galilee, and from Decapolis, and from Jerusalem, and from Judea, and from beyond uh, beyond uh, Jordan. Okay, so that is what I wanted us to, to look at. Jesus Christ, don't, don't go to that, uh, chapter 5. Before Jesus could do any miracles, his first assignment was to find people. When God wants to bless you, he will bring someone. When the devil wants to put you down, he brings someone into your life. You're one person away from your next level in life. I want you to hear these words very well. We are always praying to God for the next level. But 
that next level is packaged in a person. And when that person comes, you need to be able to recognize them. And sometimes you may not recognize the right person when you're still holding on to the wrong person. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you will give us wisdom, give us understanding, help us to glean from your word concerning your purpose, concerning your plan for our lives. Holy Spirit, I thank you because you're already here. I thank you that your word is already anointed. May you anoint these lips and may my speaking be like the pen of a ready writer that I may impart wisdom to your people that healing will come, deliverance will come, and you will help us to get to the next level. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Now, God has, this is what I shared, that God has a plan for each one of us. None of us is a mistake. None of us is an accident. Your parents may not have planned you, but God planned you. Your parents may not even know the exact the extent of what God has in store for your life. Even your closest friends have no idea what God has for you. Let me surprise you. Even you have no idea what God is about to do in your life. That is why it is important for me to for us to be in God. Because the Bible says that what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, that he has prepared for those who love him. But remember, the Bible is talking about what? Those who love him. That means if you are outside Christ, if you haven't given your life to Christ, then though you are created by God, but you miss out on what God has prepared. The Bible says all things work together for those who are the called, are called, for those who love God, and they are the called. So there is something about loving God that brings you into that place where things begin to work together for your good. It doesn't mean all things are good. No, 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 no. There are some things that are bad. There are some things that are ugly. There are some things that we don't even want to remember. But when we begin to love God, when we begin to walk according to the purpose of God, he ensures that everything, even the things in the past, even the things that happened before we knew him, even the things that we, thought we think were mistakes, even the times we think that we blew it, the moment we repent, and come, and we are now his children, we love him, he begins to make all those things to work together for our good. So we are all here because of where we have been. None of, every one of us has a history. And you don't have the power to change your history. You don't have the power to change the things, the errors, the mistakes you've done in the past. But you have the power to change your destiny. And so when we are talking about destiny, we are talking about beginning to align yourself in the purposes of God. And today, you have been through what you have been through because you allowed either the right people in your life or you allowed wrong people in your life. And so we want to pray today that by the time we leave this place, that the Spirit of God will anoint us with the spirit of discernment. 
that you will be able to see people from afar off. The Bible says Jesus was walking by the Sea of Galilee. He noticed. May the Lord open your eyes to begin to notice the right people. I said, may the Lord cause people that need you, may they notice you. Because some of us have not been noticed. May the people that need you in their lives notice you. May God give you favor. Sometimes you are not noticed because there is a covering of rejection over your life. But I bind that spirit of rejection in Jesus' name. That whoever has not been noticing you, whoever holds the key to your promotion, whoever holds the key to your destiny, that divine helpers that you need, as they are walking around this city, as they walk around that company, may they notice you in Jesus' name. Jesus, you know, Jesus had walked in many places, but he walks in this place. And the Bible says, he notices two brothers. I could even just preach on this the whole day. <laughs> Glory to God. Because we need the face of God to shine upon us. The Bible says, may the Lord be gracious to you. May he cause his face to shine upon you. I pray that that will be your story. The job that you need, somebody has it. The, the money that you need, it's coming from somebody. There, there are things, instructions that sometimes you just need to hear God. I'll give you a very quick testimony. I mean, I could give many testimonies. But just this week, I, I just remembered somebody that I had not talked to in a very long time. This is somebody who is in Australia. I've not talked to him in a long time. And God just put him in my mind. I just wrote him a message. I was not thinking that, you know, he would give me something. I was just thinking about just saying, oh, how are you? How are you doing? It's been a long time. And then he writes back and says, I have a lot to tell you, but I want to bless you first. <sighs> Glory to God. And, and I began to ask myself, what if that thought had not come? So you may be only one thought away to your next miracle. One decision. Now think about, because I want to just get you to understand, what if Simon and his brother Andrew were not at the Sea of Galilee at that time? What if that day they decided to be somewhere else? Jesus would not have noticed them. But they happened to be in the place where their miracle was. I pray in the name of Jesus. The Bible says that the feet of a good man, the feet of the righteous are ordered by the Lord. May the Lord order your steps in Jesus' name. I said may the Lord order your steps in Jesus' name. May you be found in the place where your miracle will be. Where your destiny helpers will find you. May you be able to hear the voice. Because not everybody that you meet that looks good is from God. In fact, I like what T.D. Jack says someday. Something that has never left me. He said, not everybody who is nice to you has to be your friend. And your friends don't have to be nice. In fact, some of the people that God will use in your life will not be nice. The people that can help you sharpen yourself, the rough edges in your life, sometimes they don't do it in a nice way. 
But if you don't recognize that and you just throw away some, somebody just because they, 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 they touched a part of you that you think is not good, then you're going to surround yourself with people that may look nice. But that's why the Bible says what? The, 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 what do they call it? Um, the kisses of an enemy, something. There's a scripture in the book of Proverbs. But a friend, uh, um, open rebuke is, great, is better than hidden love secret love amen sometimes the people that we need in our lives are the people that are going to push you uh, and and god has blessed me with somebody like that in my life praise the lord hallelujah i'm not saying she's this but someone says sometimes we need some people are mentors others are tormentors my wife is not that praise the lord but she's really pushed me glory to god she's she's pushed me to to places i didn't ex, didn't want to be and, and and i thank god for that glory to god hallelujah so they they had to be in faithful are the wounds of a friend but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful so sometimes there are wounds that we get from friends and you have to be able to discern and say is this person rebuking me, correcting me because they, 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 they hate me or is it because they love me? Because, we, you know, we, especially people like me who grew up around so much rejection and so much what, you want people who are always telling you good things, praising you, you know, saying you're wonderful, you're amazing, you know. But sometimes that's not what you need. Sometimes you need to be pushed Glory to God. Sometimes for you you, you, you are stuck in a place for so long because you have not had anyone to push you. You know, we know that story about this man who was on the, at the, what, at the well, at the pool. He just lacked someone to push him in the water. Can you imagine 38 years? May the Lord bring some people in your life that will push you. Not many per saying amen to that. I said, may the Lord bring some people in your life that will push you to the next level, that will nudge you to the next level, that will cause you to get out of a place of slumber. You know, God wants us to move. God doesn't want us to be stagnant. Stagnant places are bad. Stagnant places attract flies and attract all kinds of things. And in the name of Jesus, 2021 is your year to move to another level. It is your year to come out of a place of stagnation, from a place of, of sitting down and saying, waiting for things to happen, to a place of making things happen, to a place of causing things to happen, not being a spectator in your own life, a spectator of your own destiny, but taking charge of your own life and saying, from now on, I'm going to be the one that will dictate the events of my life. It has been long that you have allowed people in your life Life, that have taken advantage of you, manipulated you, controlled you, contained you, or choose who allow in the spaces of my life. Not every Tom, Dick, and Harry is going to come around me. I'm going to get people that are encouraging me, that are pushing me, that are taking me to the next level because I don't have uh, another lifetime to live. I have only a few days to live and I'm going to maximize my potential. The Bible says, make use of every opportunity for the days are evil be not wise be, be wise not as fools glory to God and one of the things that makes you wise is choosing the right 
Jesus in the book of Matthew, it is not recorded him doing any miracle until he chose the people. The moment he has James and John and he has Andrew and Peter, the Bible says, and diverse miracles began to happen and people were transformed. He was still God. He still had the anointing, but he was lacking the right men around him. I say, may the Lord bring the right people around you. I said, may the Lord bring the right people. May God take people out of your life that are wasting your time, that are wasting your days, that are not going anywhere. And may God bring people. Tell your neighbor, your purpose involves people. God's plan for your life is tied to some people. May your eyes be open. Those people may not be in your village. They may not look like you. They may not talk like you. They may not live around you. They may not even be your skin color. But they may be the people that God has ordained to take you to another level. So don't be prejudiced and say, for me, I don't talk to this tribe. I don't eat with these people. No, 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 no. Those may be the very people that God will use to take you to another level. I said, God may use somebody you don't expect. I, I, I used to be very choosy about what I eat until I realized sometimes I have to learn how to eat crab and eat shrimp and eat because most of the people that God was bringing in my life were, that's what they were eating. Of course, there are a few things that I struggled with, glory to God. But some things now, I, I began to enjoy them, hallelujah, because God has those people in my path. Hey, somebody is, is, is struggling with that now. But the people that God is going to bring in your life, sometimes just have to be wise and understand why has God brought this person? Because the enemy can see when the right person is coming in your life and he will cause you sometimes to get irritated. And it is the right person. Not, never forget what T.D. Jack said. Your friends don't have to be nice. And not everybody who is nice has to be your friend. Praise the Lord. So there are four kinds of people that were in the life of Jesus that we're going to look at. And, 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 and I, could, I could really preach on all the disciples, but I, I've just chosen four. Because all of us are going to encounter such people in our lives. And, and, and we will begin with Simon. We'll begin with Simon. Because Jesus Christ, this was the very first, in all the Gospels, this is the very first man that Jesus picked. He picked Simon. And, and we need to look at the life of Simon and begin to understand why was Simon so key to the ministry of Jesus. In fact, there is no other disciple that made a difference in the ministry of Jesus more than Simon Peter. In fact, Simon, you know, we thank God for Paul and, and for what Paul did and the great books that he read, but there is nobody that had an impact than Simon Peter. If there was no Simon Peter, there would be no Paul. If there was no Simon Peter, even the church itself would not have started and so, 
we need to look at the, at, at the life of Simon. Now, Simon, as we know, means the reed. It means something that is shaken, you know, by the wind. And, and Jesus Christ came and, 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 and looked at him and said, you are Simon. But from now on, you shall be called Peter. Simon meant somebody that is shaking, shaking back and forth. Don't have a focus. That was his nature. But the one thing, the one thing about, I, want, I want you to see, when we, I want us to go back, uh, go to verse, I think it's verse 20, verse 19. Jesus Christ said, he said to them, follow me. Just go back to the King James, please. Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. The process of becoming a believer is defined by your ability and your willingness to follow. I'll say that again. If you want to see the work of God in your life, you have to be ready to follow. A lot of Christians are struggling in their lives because they have never followed. You cannot follow unless you have surrendered. You cannot follow when you still have your own will, when you still have your own desire. For you to follow, you have to tell the master, Lord, wherever you lead, I will go. Whatever you say, I will do. When you call me, I will answer. I will go wherever you send me. That is someone who has followed. And for you to follow like that, you've got to die. It, it, that's why Christianity is not a place for people who are alive. It is for people who are dead. Dead to their own will. Dead to their own ambitions. Dead to their own desires. Because you say, God, I will follow you. Remember that man who came to Jesus and says, Lord, I will follow you wherever you go. And just looked at him and says, first go and... The Bible says the man went back very sad. He was not ready to follow. Because he's not ready to leave what he was holding on to. So what happens when we follow, and this is not just Peter, but all of us, we have a past. We have some things we have struggled with. But the reason you're here today is because God is saying, as you follow me, I will make you. Tell your neighbor, I'm God's project. Don't look at me now and, and despise me. I may look unfinished. I may not look like what. I may have some struggles. I may still have some habits I'm struggling with. But don't count me off. By the time he's nothing, he's raising me up. He's blessing me. He's anointing me. He's favoring me. He's lifting me up. There is something the master is working on. Just give me some time. Excuse me before you condemn me, before you judge me, before you write me off. Just give me some time. Just pray for me because I am God's project. So Simon, who would have thought that Simon, he was a reader and, and you look at it in his life. Today he's saying, Jesus, you're the son of God. Then tomorrow he's saying, don't go to the cross. I mean, he's just shifting. But the reason that I want to pick out Simon and why you need a Simon in your life. 
Simon was the man that had a revelation of Jesus Christ. The number one people that you need to pray for, number one person you need to pray for, listen to me, single ladies and single men. You, you, you don't need a man who has a lot of money. You don't need a man who has a very big car. You don't need a man who has a big house. You need a man who can see you by revelation. Who can see something greater than what you are. Who can look beyond just your body and how you look and see your destiny and see how connected you are to the purpose of God. Somebody that has a revelation. Someone say, Lord, give me such a person. Hallelujah. Because when, when somebody has a revelation of who you are, they don't judge you from the outside. Oh, glory to God. We all need people that have a revelation. <laughs> Amen. I mean, I, I really, I, and I say this all the time, I thank God for my wife because when I started dating her, I had nothing. I was anointed, I was a preacher, I was preaching to the thousands at the university, but I, I really didn't have much. I could not even really afford to take her out for chips and chicken. <laughs> but she believed in me, glory to God. She had a revelation. May the Lord bring someone in your life that has a revelation of you. May the Lord bring somebody in your life. Let's look at Matthew 16. Today I started late, so please allow me to, to go on a little bit longer than one. Amen. Because I really want this word to come out. Matthew chapter 16. Listen to what uh, 16 from verse 13. When Jesus came to the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples saying, Who do men say that I the son of man am? And they said... Some say. Someone say, some say. Tell your neighbor, some say. Now, there, 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 there are a lot of people that are, when they talk about you, they will say, some say. You know, some say you are this. The other person told me you're this. The other person told me you're this. You know, they, they, will, they will try and get as much information as they can about you. And they say, oh, so-and-so said this, and so-and-so said. So that's what the rest of the disciples did. They all just said, some say. Someone says, some say. Now, there's something that some people have been saying about you. Even your parents have a version of you. So there will always be what some say you know some people define you from your past some people define you from from things i mean but we are not what the world defines us amen tell your neighbor you're not you're not your mistakes 
you're not your errors. You're not even the sin that you have done. When you are in Christ, God is able to change everything. I came here today to speak healing to somebody that has been struggling with pain because of some of the mistakes you have done, some of the places you have been to, because of some of the people that have come in your life. And I came to speak to you. There is hope. You are God's unfinished project. As you put your life in the hands of the master, what has been said about you is about to change. I said it is about to change. Your life is taking on a new trajectory. Your life is taking on a new path. I see somebody rising up from the ashes, from defeat, from despair, from shame. I see you flying and beginning to rise up. And people will watch you. Someone say, you will watch me rise. You're about to watch me rise. I'm not going to stay in this mire. I'm not going to stay in this pain. I'm rising up. My mess is going to be the message that I will preach. My trials will become the triumph that I talk about. God is raising me to a place where I will not stay in the mire clay. He set my feet upon a rock. He put a new salt in my mouth of praise to my God. Many will see it and they will be amazed. In 2021, may you become that story. I said, may you become that story that whatever you have been carrying, the baggage from your family, the baggage from your past, the baggage will not define you anymore. Whatever some say, we cancel it right now in the name of Jesus. What the mockers have been saying, what the scorners have been saying, what those that left you have been saying, what those that don't like you have been saying, we cancel in the name of Jesus. May something new be spoken over your life because you are not defined by what some say you are defined by what God says you're not defined by what some say you're not defined by what your parents say by what your friends say by what those who don't like you say you are defined by what God says and God is saying you are my daughter you are beloved you are you are you are chosen I have set you apart for such a time as this I am working on you by the time I'm finished oh I feel the anointing of God so when they said this, said some say, listen to this. So then he says, but whom do you say? Whom do you say that I am? Whom do you say? And Peter said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. I believe the reason why Peter became the key person in the life of Jesus was because of this revelation. Hallelujah. Because as soon as he spoke, Jesus looks to him. Just, Bible says, blessed are you, Simon Bajona. Bajona means the son of Jonah. For flesh and blood has not revealed it to you, but my Father which is in heaven. May the Lord bring to your life, to my life, people that will not judge us by where we are, but people who will be able to see where we are going. May the Lord bring people in our lives 
who not judge us by what they have heard about us, by the journey that we have gone through, but people will be able to see the gold in us and help us mine that gold. May God bring a man into your life that will look at you as a queen. May God bring a woman in your life that will see you as a king and cause that greatness that has been hidden in you to come out of you. I pray in the name of Jesus that God will begin to reveal people about who you really are that you begin to say this is who i am and that's what simon does glory to god so lord bring some simons in my life Father, we pray, bring some Simons even to this church. Bring some people that will not judge us by where we are, but people will be able to see where God is taking this church, where God is taking this ministry. That people will be able to run with the vision of this church, not judging us by how few we are or by how many we are, but by seeing that the grace that you have released upon us. May God raise men and women in this church, in this ministry that are Simons that will say I know you're not perfect. I know everything around doesn't look good but I can see something greater. I can see where you're going and I want to run with you. I want to go with you. I want to be part of this. So every vision needs a man like that. We all need in our lives. You can never go far until you find people who believe in you. And people cannot believe in you until they have a vision. What is a vision? A vision is what you see. And until there are people who can see by faith. I'm praying in the name of Jesus. I thank God for each one of you because all of you who are here have seen something more. You're seeing something more. That's why you're here today. Otherwise, you could be in any other place. But you have seen something more. And you're like, I want to run with this. I want to support this. I want to see this. Because I, there is something bigger. Glory to God. You know, I actually feel I'm not going to speak about these other three people. Let me just focus on Simon and then we'll be done. Amen. If... It begins so big. Many times, God may not be in it. Because you see it in the Bible. In the Bible. Jesus Christ was the son of God. Where was he born? In a manger. Nobody expected something big to come out of a manger. Not only that... He was raised in Nazareth. To the point that when Nathaniel saw him, he said, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Are, are there people in your life that have looked at your family? They have looked at your background. They have looked at your education. They have looked at your journey. And they have looked at you and said, can anything good come out of this place? I came to tell you you are unfinished I don't know who this message is for but I feel that there is a healing that is going on I feel that there is a healing that is going on because everything that you have been told to this point is a lie whatever the enemy has been speaking to your, to your mind saying you're not going to make it you've messed up you've 
blown it. You've, you've, you've turned this. You've not done the right thing. Everything is not working in your favor. I came to tell you the devil is a liar. And today we put him under our feet. We come to declare what God has spoken of our lives. And we're speaking not out of what we can see. For we do not walk by sight. But we walk by faith. We will speak. Everything that is going to happen in your life will begin by what you say. So stop cursing yourself. Stop speaking negative to yourself. Stop saying you can't make it. Stop saying nobody loves you. Stop saying nobody cares for you. Stop saying you don't have a future. Stop saying you don't have what it takes and begin to speak. Say, I am the favor of God. I am favored and highly blessed. I am I'm chosen by God. My future is bright. My days are greater. There is greatness coming out of me. If you can't find a man who can encourage you and speak in to your life just disconnect from them you don't have eternity to stay around people abusing you and, and looking down on you and saying you can't make it find somebody that will be a simon to you who will say go the god you are the son of the living god find a barnabas find somebody to encourage you a lot of us struggle in life because we are around toxic people people keep putting you down don't surround yourself with such people. Glory to God. There is gold in you. Someone said there is gold in you. Tell your neighbor there is gold in you. Now touch yourself. Say there is gold in me. Come on, preach to yourself. I may have messed up. I may have gone through this. My family is not perfect. My background is not perfect. My history is not perfect. I've done some dumb things, but there is gold in me. And that gold is coming out. This is my season to rise up from the ashes. This is my season to rise up, to shake off every dust, to shake off every pain. Because I am the chosen of God. I am blessed and highly favored oh someone clap your hands to Jesus I feel an anointing upon this word I feel an anointing upon this word I feel an anointing upon this word somebody's being lifted up from the ashes somebody's being raised up from despair somebody's coming out of hopelessness somebody is going to rise up and become whatever God has called them to be enough is enough of being put down of being looked down upon because you are better than what anybody has said you are Simon saw Jesus Christ different from what everybody had said. Others were saying, some say you're this, some say you're this, some say you're this. He says, no, 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 no. I know who you are. You are the Christ, the son of the living God. Allow me to tell you today, some have said Dennis, please just come. Some have said, you're this. Some have said, you're this. But I have a revelation of who you are. I have a revelation of who you are. I can see you. As someone sang and said, I can see you in the future. And you look much better than you are right now. I can see you <sighs> blessed and high. Raise your hands to God. Let this be a moment 
to erase, to erase whatever some have said. Whatever some have said. Whatever you have even said to yourself. Most of us don't struggle with what some have said. Most of us struggle with what we have been saying to ourselves. We struggle because we've, we've believed the lies of the devil. We've believed. And then every day you walk out of the house, you look yourself in the mirror and you don't see something good. You may come to the house of God and dance and shout. But the moment you leave the house of God, you begin to say to yourself, I don't think I have enough time. I think it's too late. I think it's not going to happen. I think I was too optimistic. Or I think, but it is time to begin to say what God is saying. And I, I, I see, may I be the Simon in your life this afternoon. I come here as the prophet of God, as the servant of God, to say, some have said this, and some have said that. And you, have even, you may even have dismissed yourself and said to yourself things. But I came to speak to you. You are chosen by God. You are loved by God. You are special in God's eyes. You are beautiful. You are loved by the Father. It is not over with you. It is not what people have said. There are those who have rejected you, but they don't define you. There are those who have not seen the greatness, but you see, that doesn't take away your greatness. There is gold in you. There is great greatness. God didn't make a mistake. He says, all things work together for the good. I feel the anointing of God in this place. I feel the power of God all over this place. Somebody's broken heart is being healed right now. Somebody's wounded heart is being mended right now. Somebody's scattered dreams are being put together again. Somebody's broken pieces are being put together again. Somebody's gold is being mined. I speak that may the Lord disconnect you from all those that have been speaking evil, that have been looking down on you. May God connect you with the divine connections, with the destiny helpers, with the men and women that will be who see a revelation. You are not what you have been through. Oh, shakatarabaka. May God restore that spring in your step again. May God restore that confidence in your walking again. May God restore that confidence in your life again. May you stop looking down your life, selling yourself cheap, 
valuing yourself cheap looking at yourself and saying I have done this I've done the other and say God I am in your heart I have to read the scripture I feel it so strongly you are God's project The message is brought to you from Impact Church, located along Parker Road at Polvi House, third floor, Westlands, Nairobi. Our vision is to be a church for those tired of business as usual. You can contact us on plus 254-710-640-240. For further details, visit our social media pages, Impact Church KE1. The kingdom of God is not a matter of words, but power.